Welcome back to Matt's Den with me, DJ Choppers. Now, I hope you enjoyed the show last week, which was the Terrific 12, which featured our brand new DJ, DJ Jeremy Dodger, that was. And he chose 12 tracks for us to, to listen to, and it was really good tracks. Now, I hope you all enjoyed the show. I know I did, it was really good. Now, this week, we're back with the DJ Choppers show 8. Where is which we have three different sections. It's gonna start with a slice of Maltstone time machine. And then it's gonna have a fill-in of stranded songs featuring special stranded guest. Mark Lewis Daldez, and it's gonna finish off with a slice of the vinyl swap shop. Which this week is gonna be movie and TV soundtrack theme. No. This show is basically a great music and positive vibes sandwich. So we always start with with the time machine. So it, where I put the year 1950 through to 2023 into a time machine. And it chooses a year at random which it will take us back to. Then, whichever year it chooses, I will play music from that time. And I'll tell you some news headlines on what that particular year was famous for. Not, I will need your help to work out which year we are in. So we're going to be travelling in the Beltstone TARDIS. It's time and relative dimensions in songs. It's going to take us up through the stratosphere on a journey back through time and space in a musical sense. So the time machine is all set up and ready. All the dials, buttons and switches are all present and correct. So please enjoy your amazing journey back through time. All, all that is left to do now is pull this lever on my right. Press the big red button, but before he sets off, I've just got to the housekeeping. Now, get yourselves ready, prepare yourselves and put your helmets on and take your protein poles. Because it's going to be a bumpy ride, travelling back through time. So, please make sure you keep your arms and legs in the time machine at all times. And if for whatever reason you see your younger self, under no circumstances should you approach them because 
it would affect you right now and in the future. In a phenomenon called the butterfly effect. So, them are the rules. So, without further ado, let's get our journey underway and see where it's going to take us to. See you on the other side. past now, I wonder what year we've come back to. And on my dashboard it says, from the Gulf War to the dismantling of the Soviet Union. The world saw many changes, the creation of the first ever web page during this year also launched the human race into the future. This was indeed an important year in history. So, yeah, do you know what year we've gone back to yet? Fear not, because we've got a few songs. We've got ten songs to play for you, and in between each, I've got some news headlines. Now I've played two, then some news headlines, and two, and then some news headlines, and so on. So, the first two songs that are cruised for you, uh, I want to give you devotion by Nomad and Active 8 by Altern 8. So, yeah, these two really good dancing tracks that you can get down to. So, get your glow sticks ready and let's see if Throwing Some Shapes brings some back some memories on what year we've gone back to. So, yeah, enjoy these two tracks. And I'll be back with you with some news headlines for you. I wanna give you devotion. I 
speed to bat to rhyme is not a lyric to rock to roll for soul is what I aim for wait till I hit the goal and that's the top score some tips along others with the ease to write the rhyme and line and there's a cool breeze keeping on it on on it on to get the justice and the job is really done
Oh yeah, what a way to start the time machine there with the two club classics. So if you were a big fan of the rave scene, 
then you will know what year we are in. Well, you should do anyway, but if not, it's not a problem because we've got loads more clues. Now, to start with, we've got January the 16th of this year, America begins. Operation Desert Storm as troops are deployed to Iraq. And then on the 17th of January, an Iceland volcano Hecla erupts. This eruption continues until 11th of March, a whole two months later. And then on the 17th, also on the 17th of January, the British Royal Air Force joins in on the Gulf War as airstrikes are launched on Iraq. So they're, they're pretty big headlines in history. And hopefully you'll uh, might have worked them out. But as I said, the loads don't, don't get too hung up. Because we have got loads more music and clues to out this through. And anyway, even if you don't know it, it's still good fun trying to guess it and listen to all the good music. So I hope you're enjoying it anyway. So we're, we're still staying in the club sound. So we've got 90 Motion by Cubic 22. And then we've got Here We Go featuring Freedom Williams by CNT Music Factory. Hey, we're very big in this decade if you worked it out yet. So I'll play these and you can get your glow sticks out again. Throw some more shapes. Gonna get let's get grooving to these bad boys.
club so hype before Get on the mic and get raw Back to back, punch the front door to door Everybody dancing the new sound Rock and roll, soul to soul I'll bring it on down from the bottom to the top From the top to the bottom Hmm, I got them People everywhere, they jump, they sing, they hear They shake, they dare me, yeah, oh yeah So loosen your body and let me take control Let's rock and roll Come back again, tear it up and transform From BB King to Bo Diddley And Sullivan was on the TV screen to be seen With the Beatles and the Jackson 5 The Who, the Doors, the Rolling Stones and even I Dibble the bit to get with Helping the prove that it's legit Your parents dissed it back in the days The same way they dissed rap, are you amazed? So DJs, let's rock and roll And that was the CNC Music Factory right there. Oh yes, two really good bangers right there. They're really good tracks. Yeah, absolutely love those two. 
of the app. So now, the next two news headlines are, are good for all those bookwaves out there and all those film buffs. This, these, might, these two might give it away. So, on the February the 1st of this year, best-selling novel of the year, the film by John Grisham is published. And then on the 13th of February, The Silence of the Lambs is released in the US. The film is based on Thomas Harris's novel of the same name. Yeah, that's a really good film as well, that Silence of the Lambs, actually. Not to my dad's favourite film, that. And yeah, I'd uh, definitely recommend it, it's a really good film. For me, you, you can't go wrong with psychological films, to be honest. Yeah, love a bit of that, that, that sort of stuff. So, get community films in your box. That may well give you the answer. Well, who knows? We'll find out at the end. We'll find out together. So now, we're... So, the last track, CNC Music Factory, featuring Freedom Williams. It's like a mashup of club and hip-hop. So that ties in nicely with the next two because we're going into hip-hop. So we've got two hip-hop ones now. And then we've got, after that we've got some cheese, got some nice chilled out tracks. But there's we've got Della Soul with Ring Ring Ha Ha Hey. And then we've got Big Daddy Kane with The Love It In You. Off the album that came out this year, The Prince of Darkness. Now, if you're a fan of Big Daddy Kane, there you go, another clue. And what's mad about Big Daddy Kane, later on when we do Stranded Song in the second part, man, the Stranded Guest Martin's Daldos actually chose a song which featured Big Daddy Kane on the vocals. So, there you go, it's a, a well a, a well put together show and it's all joined up it's like a, a trust up turkey <laughs> well man turkey's a bit early in it for that um, that trust up chicken let's say or whatever yeah I wouldn't I a veggie let's have a a, nut, a tidal a trust up nut roast anyway I'm digressing again I'm talking broken biscuits even though I'm totally sober, let us let me let you let me tell you. Not I'm high on life. And that sometimes makes you speak broken biscuits. But anyway, here is Della Soul followed by Big Daddy Kane. Enjoy. Once again, it's another rap bandit, feeding an eye, and I can't stand 
my door saying, hey, yo, yo. Knocking on my door saying, hey, yo, yo. I got a funky new tune with a fly banjo. I can't understand what the problem is. I find it hard enough dealing with my own biz. How they get my name and number? Then I stop and think and wonder about a plan. Yo, man, I gotta step out town. You wanna call me up? Take my number down. It's two, 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 two. I got an answer machine that can talk to you. It goes, hey, how you doing? You can't get through, but leave your name and the number, and I'll get back to you. Yo, check it, exit the old style into the new, but nothing's new by being hawked by you. Or should I say a flock? Cause around every block there's Harry, Dick, and Tom with a demo in his car. Now I'm with helping those who want to help themselves and flaunt a nut that's doggy as a dog. But it's not the move to hear the tales of limousines and pals of money they'll make like a pro. I be like, yo, black is claiming a tape. Well, actually, show the time and spare I just make. But the songs created in their shacks be so wick, wick, whack. Situations like this, I now hate to give me smiles. Kool Aid wide and ass. And with the straightest face, I be like, hell yes. Now, yes, them yes, the yes. Pop a Prince Paul, so I don't go a war. But yet I know when they call, they get. Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through. Why don't you leave me? Back to you, check it out. Go, Party go, after dragon on Dixon Nav. Haven't been to go, a jam in quite a while. Go, Figure go, I'll catch up on the latest styles. That piles go, and piles go, of them takes by the miles. Go, All I wanna go, do is cut on the deck. Crowd brother, this should not be by the mile to the sector. The lever of duty plug one most thing, and I be like Yo, G pastors all the producers. Now what was me to the third degree? Maze pulls are funny, so I make like the bunny jet. But I'm getting used to this demo abuse, getting raped and giving birth to a tape. Cause there's no escape from the clutches of a hawker. Attached to my success, set like a stalker. Make way to my radius, playing fly guy. Trying to get my back, they force like Luke's guy. Me, myself, and I go to this act daily. And rarely do I not. No matter how I dodge, some jackal always nails me. No matter what the plot. And even out on tour, they be like, yo, I gotta take the player back at the hotel. I be like, oh. Spell. Unveil the numeric code that dials my room And tell them to call me at noon But of course there's no answering machine in my room But a pretty young adorable who I swung on tour And if the rings my whip alone She'll answer the phone And with the quickness she'll recite like a phone Hey, you done did the right thing Dial up my ring ring Now you're waiting on the beat Say, I would love if you sing a tune the true Instead of fretting on the street So no problemo, just play your demo And at the end it's breakout time Please, oh please, don't press rewind, cause I'll just lay it down the line. Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through. Why don't you leave your name and your number, and I'll get back to you. Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through. Why don't you leave your name and your number, and we'll get back to you.
first thing I want to say is Take it from the man that does it real smooth All that yo baby, yo baby It's not the move You gotta treat him with respect Never neglect, try to protect Most of all, project some intellect Present yourself a proper is important If you truly do want us to be a gentleman And be in a corner Make her feel like the most For example, forget good fellas And take her to see ghosts Wine and dine under candlelight Make the move right tonight While the stars are bright Then hop in the hot tub And start to rub her on her back Yeah, they like that Satisfaction guaranteed We gotta get a woman what she needs These days they don't be falling for no phony Casanova Since they started watching Oprah So even if it's not your style Open the door for them once in a while Even buying them some flowers don't hurt Yeah, it sounds old-fashioned But it works Conversation, good communication Only makes things better in a relation Cause if you keep watching the game every week You might find out your wife's getting dunked by Dominique And that can be so upsetting So try a little tenderness like Otis Redden Put the gangster approach on pause And I dedicate this to you and yours What I'm gonna do to keep the flame warm and sing a better love song than Jeffrey Osborne. Serenade a double, what I mean is a couple that might wanna hug and snuggle and then kiss and say I love you. Cause I think it's best to get a little affectionate. Matter of fact, fellas, I would suggest to give your woman the treatment of a queen and supply with some of that baby face routine. Know what I mean? P-E-N-D-E-R-L-O-V-I-N-G-C-A-R-E. You figure that out and keep it in mind while I bring the chorus back for you one more time. Freaky to you, take you to a level that you've never been to. Cause no one knows where the nose goes when the doors close. So take off your pantyhose. I wanna see you moan and groan as I never loan your bodily bars as I proceed to jump your bones. And put your feet up here, my dear, so I can lick up on your toes until your Revlon disappear. The passion between us will be so incredible as I prove that a woman is edible. So if you're game for having a ball, ladies, I send this out to y'all. Two absolute belters out there, uh, proper old school hip hop. And for me, you can't go wrong with old, old school hip hop. It's just about the music and the lyrics, and yeah, there's no expletives in there. It's just yeah, poetic words. Yeah, which these days is just all the loads of swear words and 
and all sorts of stuff. But yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And I know for a fact DJJT would have got it, would have been really digging those. He would have absolutely loved those two tracks, so they're for him. And yeah, two really good tracks. So let's carry on with some clean style now. So in order to the film boss here. On March 25th, the Oscar for Best Picture is awarded to Dancers with Wolves, starring Kevin Costner. And then on April the 10th, for the first time, weather satellite document. A South Atlantic tropical cyclone in the Southern Hemisphere. Off the coast of Angola. And then on April the 14th, 20 paintings are stolen from the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Not within an hour of the paintings being missing worth 500 euros. 500 million euros, should I say. Got down near the museum. In an abandoned car. Yeah, well, they didn't get very far, did they? Then the getaway vehicle broke down or it had a flat tyre or something. Yeah. Yeah, very amateur criminals there. But Kalisa got the paintings back safe and sound and now they're back on view. So yeah, yeah, there's some good ones. But we'll carry on with the music now, so... As I said, we've got some cheese now. Well, it's sort of cheese, but it's good. You've got the Grease Megamix, and then we've got Night Fever Megamix by the UK Mixmasters. And these both came out these are this year. Now the Grease Mega Mix, obviously, it's a Mega Mix of all the Grease songs. And then the Night Fever Mega Mix is a Mega Mix of all the Night Fever ones. And both of these films have got an unbelievable soundtrack. And I love songs that mash songs together, like you've got about six songs in one song, so it's really good. Can you get all the music, lyrics? The music, yeah, I really love these two tracks. And uh, yeah, I love I love Grease on Night Fever. And Grease is a, a film that I actually got got into because uh, Jay put it on when I was at his one time, and yeah, I love the film ever since. So yeah, yeah, these are two good tracks. So can, uh, yeah, I love these two. No, I'll play these the end, I'll be back with some more clues. And then, we've only got two songs left in the time machine. No, I've got two good ones for you. So, enjoy the Grease Megamix, followed by the Night Fever Megamix. Well, this car is automatic. Systematic. Hydromatic. Why, it's a greased lightning!
yes indeed, two absolute bangers right there. I love those two tracks. I hope you, you guys enjoyed it as well. Who you remembered when they came out. There's another clue for you. So, the next news headlines. On May the 16th, Queen Elizabeth II visits Washington DC. Becoming the first British monarch to address the United States Congress. And then on the May, 8th, May 18th of May, the first British first in space, Helen Sharman, clutches among the Soviet Soyuz TM-12 mission. And then on the 4th of June, the largest solar flare to ever be recorded triggers. And in an obviously large aurora which can be seen as far south as Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I think in the UK, yeah, the furthest south you can get to see the aurora borealis northern lights is the Isle of Skye. So, that would be good, wouldn't it, if we had another solar flare? You'd see the northern, the northern lights from Manchester. That'd be good, wouldn't it? But it'd probably be easier to go to the North Pole, though, wouldn't it? Not, I don't want to please to death. I'm like an Eskimo up there. Definitely love the sun over the freezing, I do. So, yeah, hope we get some uh, rays. Been a nice week this week, actually. Yeah, been sunbathing a bit this week, so, yeah. Definitely good to have the sun back. Just makes the whole world better, doesn't it? So anyway, we got some two more, the last two tracks in the time machine. And then I've got five more clues. And then hopefully the, the dashboard will reveal what year we've gone back to, or we can get back to present day. So up next we've got Wind of Change by the Scorpions. And then we've got a hidden gem that, that I've never heard before. No, I, I heard it when I was researching this year and wow, love this track and I think I'm going to be playing it a lot more. It is 1952 Vincent Black Lightning by Richard Thompson. So I'm presuming the Vincent Black Lightning is a motorbike with the lyrics. Yeah, I don't know if any of you might have heard it but it is a good one so I hope you enjoy it. And then I'll be back with some more clues. So enjoy these two tracks. And I'll be back with you to reveal where we've gone back to. Enjoy these two.
Here's Red Molly to James That's a fine motorbike A girl could feel special on any such like Says James to Red Molly My hat's off to you It's a Vincent Black Lightning 1952 And I've seen you at the corners and cafes it seems Red hair and black leather, my favorite color scheme And he pulled around behind And down to Box Hill They did ride Oh, says James to Red Molly is a ring for your right hand But I tell you an honest, I'm a dangerous man For I fought with the law since I was 17 I robbed many a man to get my Vincent machine Now I'm 21 years, I might make 22 And I don't mind dying but for the love of you And if it should break my stride Then I'll give you my Vincent To Taking a young James A.D. for armed robbery Shotgun blast hit his chest Left nothing inside Or come down Red Molly to his dying bedside When she came to the hospital There wasn't much left He was running out of a road He was running out of breath But he smiled to see her cry I said I'll give you my Vincent to ride Says James, in my opinion, there's nothing in this world Beats a 52 Vincent and a red-headed girl Now nothing's and Indians and grievous as it won't do Ah, they don't have a soul like a Vincent 52 Oh, he reached for a hand and he slipped her the keys Said, I've got no further use for these I see angels and aerials in leather and chrome Swooping down from a hill and they carry me home And he gave her one last kiss and died and he gave her his Vincent to ride. Oh, 
Ah, yes. Absolute beautiful song, but I love that. Back to the Vincent Black Lightning. Yeah, really, really good track. Just makes me a fuzzy and warm, that one. Yeah, I love that track. But the one before it is well really good. So now I've got the last clues by it, and then hopefully we'll find out where we are. So on the 19th of September, a mummified body is found in the Italian Alps, named Otti the Iceman. And the body is thought to be from between 2400 and 3100 BCE. Ah, pretty old, pretty old, that was mentally. And then on the 24th of September, Nevermind is released by Nirvana and goes on to sell a huge 11 million copies just in the United States alone, not even the world, that's a lot. And then on October 29th, the NASA's Galileo spacecraft becomes the first probe to visit an asteroid when it approaches asteroid 951 gas probe. And then on the 22nd of November, here's another one for the film buffs. Disney releases Beauty and the Beast. The film goes on to become the first animated film ever nominated for the Oscars for the Best Picture. And then last clue, on December 23rd, 16 years after its first release, Bohemian Rhapsody returns to the top of the British charts. All proceeds are donated to HIV charity, the Terrence Higgins Trust. So, if you know when Baby Rhapsody first came out, and you add 16 to it, that's the year we've gone back to. So, if you said the 90s, then you'd be in the right decade. If you said the late 90s, you're still cold. Mid-90s getting warmer. Early 90s, extremely hot. But if you'd have said 1991, then you would have got the right answer. So if you have, give yourself a pat on the back. And if you get it wrong, you need to get revising to the DJ Jab Show 9. Which will be in a month's time. So yeah, get swatting. And uh, hopefully you'll, be, you'll get the right answer next time. So let, let me hear your answers online if you got them right or you got them wrong. And you'll be interested to see where I forgot. So. Yeah, that's you gone back to. So now, hopefully, it'll send me back to the present day. After uh, we've mended the time machine, after DJJT got lost that time. It's still, it's still working fine, still making the right noises. So hopefully we don't get lost in time. Yeah. So, the next part of the show is Stranded Songs now. With my good friend Mark Lewis Daldez. Um, so, I'll see you in the future on the other side in Stranded Songs. So yeah, see you on the other side, guys. Bounce up then. We're into your head. Bounce up then. 
Mounts are third, stranded songs. Hello and welcome to Stranded Songs uh, this week on the DJ Chaffer Show 8. Uh, so to start with, I'll just give a quick rundown of the format so, uh, so we all know what to expect. So it's our uh, do Stranded Songs. I'll have a special stranded guest, which could be you. One of our fabulous listeners. Each guest will have the opportunity to choose five tracks that they simply couldn't live without if they were unfortunate enough to be stranded on an island. Can also get a chance to choose a book or a film. And a luxury item, and there will also be a couple of questions to help me and the listeners get to know you a little bit better. So, if anyone's interested in the future of getting involved, you know where they are, give me a shout. Now get you on. So, this week we've got a, a special guest, a good friend of mine. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going international again. Uh, that's them, is over the pond. So this week I've got my friend Mark Lewis Valdez and please can you just introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from and something interesting about yourself. Okay, um, well my name is Mark Lewis Valdez, I added the Valdez um, sort of to, because I've, I've never liked the idea of in a marriage, like the, the woman just losing her name completely, so I like the idea of sort of putting the two names together. Um, and it turns out that that's actually one of the naming traditions here in Mexico anyway, so that's all good. Um, but yeah, so I'm originally from Birkenhead, uh, Plazi Scouse. But um, after a lot of years of just wandering here and there, and uh, not geographically, I didn't really move that far away, but um, like with, the, with what I was interested in, what I did at the time, what I was doing at university, what I did after as a career, blah, blah. I was just all over the place. It was um, an amazing time of just experiencing loads of things. But, you know, it came to the time where I needed to set up a house for myself. You know what I mean? Not somewhere I could like call my fortress, my headquarters, where it really felt like home. Like wherever I went, that going back to that place was was home. You know, it had that feeling to it. Um, and after meeting um, Bibi, who became my wife, um, it became very apparent that I needed to move to Mexico. There was uh, a lot of things sort of keeping us from uh, from staying in England, um, which was a shame. It is a shame in a lot of, in a lot of ways because obviously I, I do miss my family, I do miss my friends. Um, there's there's a lot of things that I could just be like, oh, I really miss that Cadbury's chocolate, for example. Um, but over over here. I've been able to set myself up with something good. You know what I mean? This is this feels like home. So, yeah, um, I am now Brejicano. I am British and Mexicano in in one. So, there you go. Take that for what it's worth. But uh, but yeah, that's me. So, Plazi Scouts are born and raised, but Mexican by choice. So, that's where I'm at now. Um, something interesting about myself. Um, wow. Okay, I. It depends on who you are, because a lot of stuff that I would consider interesting about myself is profoundly boring to a lot of other people. Um, 
But I guess there you go. I, I have um, a huge interest in a lot of different subjects. I can talk to a lot of different people about a lot of different things. Um, it doesn't matter who they are, what their background is, even their music taste. I mean, picking five songs out of like 70,000 in my collection was insane. Even like the, the songs I couldn't live without couldn't fit onto a, like a 128 gigabyte memory card. So, yeah, I don't, I don't um, so that was a challenge. I, I, but... when, I, <laughs> when I did it, when I did it at the start of Monster, I remember how hard it was actually <sighs> finding the, the right songs and then you think, actually no, I've chosen Oh man, you'll songs. know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think there is such a thing as choosing the wrong song. That was the, the beauty of this. It was, these ones were picked more because they expressed a little bit of the scope of what I listen to, what I'm interested in, um, like the different genres I, I, I like, but it kept it, let's say, listenable, but also affirming there's there's nothing in this, even though there's, 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 there's a heavy one in there. It's never so heavy or aggressive or nasty that it would become like unlistenable and tenable. But that's that's sort of part of what I'm saying. It's like my scope of interests in everything. I mean, my, my this sounds really pretentious, but my specialist knowledge is like literature, cinema, and music. Like I could give you the history of pretty much, yeah, for the past hundred years or so, two hundred years in some cases. Um, maybe even longer with music to be fair but um, yeah what it just means is I can get on with anybody I can talk to anybody I've, I've fit really nicely in here with uh, with the Mexican culture obviously this is a complete culture shock because this is not just moving to a country that speaks a different language to me you know this is not even just like moving to Spain because even so there's a sense of Europeanness I'm not talking politically I'm talking like in the mindset there's, of course, there's distinctions in the personalities of Italians, Germans, French, Spanish, Portuguese, whatever. But there's still a unified foundation underneath that that sort of marks them as being from a particular part of the world. And the, the attitude of the American continent, I'm not just talking about the United States. I'm talking Canada, United States, all of the Central and South American countries regardless of their own individual cultural identities wow, and the way that's expressed all of that's to say just the, the what i am interested in what 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 sparks my soul if you like is so profoundly varied that i can get on with anyone ultimately this is the the the, the wonderful part of it it's not just that i've got a great library of of stuff <laughs> um it's it's that i can start a conversation with with, with anybody from any background um, I mean, even here, for example, like I, I've felt really, really comfortable here. This is this is why I'm I'm so happy to call this place home now, because, like, look, this is this this is a culture shock for me. Firstly, I've got Aspergers, so like making changes and certainly ones as big as this are difficult from in the first place. But this has just been like, what has helped? This is. These interests of mine, there's this varied scope of subjects and tastes and whatnot. All of this is mainly just, a, it, it helps me connect to, to a whole group of different people, right? It means that maybe it stops me from getting really deep into one particular group of people. But what it does do is give me a whole rainbow spectrum of, of 
possibilities of friendship and, and connection and collaboration and things like that. Like here, it, the, the weird thing is one of the biggest shocks for me was I've, I've not just moved to a country that speaks a different language. This is, this is not even just like moving to Spain, for example. Um, of course, the culture is completely different. You know, the, the culture of Portugal, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, they're all very unique and distinct. But there is something that under is like an undercurrent to it all. It's like a foundation to it all that sort of identifies the patterns of thinking as definitively European. So over here, I've not just come to somewhere that doesn't speak the language that I'm that I'm so familiar with. It's a complete cultural shift because the thing is, again, I'm not just talking about like the, when I say America, I wouldn't just say United States. I'm talking the American continent. I'm talking Canada, America, obviously the United States of America, yeah, yeah. Mexico, all the Central and South American countries, all of that. And obviously, again, like I was saying with the European countries, they each have their own individual expression of, of their own cultural identity, for sure. But there is a foundation underneath all of that that marks it as an American way of thinking. And again, I don't mean United States, I mean the American continent. It's very interesting, very weird. But being interested in so many things has just helped me sort of slot in. I've, I've been able to pick up the Spanish really quickly and quite fluently, which was a big surprise well, I think for me. Are you interested in Yeah, absolutely. If you're interested in something, you're gonna, you're gonna learn it quicker, aren't you, I suppose, sir? Yeah, it's absolutely. Not as, I mean, one it, of the things that... It won't be as alien as moving to Asia, I, I, I guess. Yeah. Not no, well, totally different. No, again... Well, no, again... Uh, sure, there is a sense of we're a lot more connected to this particular part of the planet through the media that we consume. And Asia does have that more alien sense. But I don't think, in terms of the actual experience of moving there if you learned the language as as i've been doing with spanish and you you actually you didn't you didn't just remain as a tourist and you tried to integrate yourself into the culture i i i'm pretty certain that it will be pretty much the same there will be that sense of yeah connection that you feel certainly like the further away the culture is to to the one you're used to absolutely the the the, the disparity and the discordance that you might have in the way you do things and the way you think about things might be tremendous but the thing is in terms of the experience it's as, it's as much as you're willing to invest in it i mean the thing is being here is incredible i mean you know me mark and how how much i love cinema and like what genres really mean something to me and, or you know i mean just not just yeah. cinema as entertainment form but as an art form i mean it literally uses every medium of art at its best it uses every other medium of art yeah, at its worst, it obviously, it can be a complete waste of resources and effort, but, I mean, at its best, it can be transcendental. Yeah, in, interestingly, like, I've been trying to get into... Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh, it's great. It's like, a, a, a piece for the census. If, if, like, films do well, and, yeah, it, it really does, but, like I said, there's some really uh, bad films out there, so... Not yeah, me. absolutely. But the thing is, it's the possibility of greatness. But the, in, well, you know how long I've wanted to use my my videography skills, my photography oh, yeah. skills, my editing skills, um, even maybe try a bit of bit of acting here and there. Like you know how long I've wanted to sort of invest in that. And obviously, things in my life have pushed that back as a possibility. I mean, that's not. I'm not saying that in the, the start playing the violins or anything like that. <laughs> because again. It's like it's, it's not the what's been given to me is any lesser than that. It just it pushes certain priorities aside. You know, I mean, obviously, for all those years I worked at the college, why would I have wanted to leave such an incredible role 
where I was able to work with so many incredible young people, you know? What? The, uh, the cinema became sort of uh, meaningless yeah, to that. Uh, happens for a reason, doesn't it? So that yeah, was all to teach you for the future, I suppose. You've yeah, got to go no, to it, you know exactly, different experiences, yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, like, it's almost like, okay, it sounds a bit of a heavy thing, but it's almost like the universe gifts you with experience. It's like you give what you get, you reap what you sow. And interestingly, in moving here, um, last year, at the tail end of last year, I actually got to be in a film project as an extra. More than that, in a Western, I, you know how much I love that stuff. Even better than that, though, right? There's a particular actor who you know for a fact that I have like the utmost respect for. Like, the, yeah, I don't, I'm not really one for, for celebrity idol worship and things like that. But when there's an artist that actually just like their ideas, their expressions, what they do, the things that they do aside from the whatever it is in the film, like. That when there's when all of that aligns, it makes it like someone you can actually have respect for, you know. Um, and I got to work with that particular actor. Um, I mean, it, it's one thing to just be part of um, a film that gets shot here because there's a few like telenovelas and things that are, that are shot around Durango. Um, it's not like the cinema um, hothouse that it used to be. I mean, Durango was a phenomenally important um, yeah. location for Western films in the 50s and 60s. It was even used up into the, the 90s and stuff, but it's not been used much now. So, you know, I'm just getting involved in some random Western, and it turns out to be Viggo Mortensen's new project. I mean, what? Yeah, I got to work with... I mean, OK, when, yeah. when I say I got to work with Viggo Mortensen, that's obviously playing up a little bit. <laughs> but, I mean, it was... I had the rare experience of him as a director actually directing me as an extra. Normally, the way it works is you've got the director and a couple of assistant directors and the message sort of gets passed down the ranks and then the extras are told by the extras coordinators. So, but for one of the scenes in particular, um, I actually got talked to face-to-face by Viggo more, more, more time. I can't pronounce the second name. Could, could you edit, edit that a little bit? Um, <laughs> I got, I actually got spoken to face-to-face by Viggo Mortensen. Like, unfortunately he thought I was Mexican. So he spoke to me in Spanish. And because it, I was like, I, I wasn't in the mindset, like I, I hadn't put myself into the thing of speaking Spanish. Like it was just a shock of words to me. So I was just like, uh, but um, I, I got to speak to him after on the on the last day of my, my shoot. And I actually got to have a, um, a little chat with him and, and stuff. And it was awesome experience. But this, like, again, just being in the right place at the right time. And it's just, it was a case of finding home. So I guess all of that's um, a very long winded way of saying yeah i like a load of stuff and you know my interests have carried me to interesting places oh yeah you, you, interesting you know and interesting things you know i've got similar interests so it's not it's not something that anyone's gonna be bored back it is interesting so yeah that's all awesome. good so for future reference yeah. the film's called the dead don't hurt right that's it we'll, we'll uh, I'll, I'll give it a watch and <laughs> yeah, we got the other. We got listeners to give it a, a watch as well. That'd be good. So, yeah, so yeah. that's that's all good. So, I was, uh, if you, no, if you just talk, please tell me the first of your five songs and why have you chosen this one? Okay, so one of the reasons why I've chosen "Street Life" by the Crusaders is um, anybody that knows me knows how much I love jazz. Jazz is a deeply important genre to me. I mean, 
the, I love everything. I was, you know, I've said before, I'm interested in absolutely everything. But there's several genres that just mean more to me for various reasons. Um, you've got metal, even the extreme metal, but that's a different story. Um, hip hop for again a completely different reason again but like jazz is one of the things that just it sparks my soul but the thing is um rather than sort of put one of the more hardcore jazz songs that um i i love listening to i thought i put one that i think brilliantly combines like the the, the soulful but still groovy musicality of like r&b and, and soul and funk but with a, a more jazz aesthetic, more a more jazz approach to it. Yeah. Um, and this particular song, um, out of all of the, the the jazz soul fusion bands and songs that I could have picked that would have just like perfectly expressed the genre, this one for me is special because um, I mean, my parents weren't particularly into any of the kinds of music that I'm really into now, but they had things like smooth jazz CDs, which occasionally had some excellent music on, as well as the sort of more elevator music jazz. It had some decent stuff on, and this was one of the songs, um, and it used to be the sort of CD they put on every Sunday. So I'd have the smell of the roast dinner going, you know, I'd have this, this smooth jazz CD going, but this one always sparked me. Now, um, the, the original version of the song is like 10 minutes long, but even just the, the three minute version where it puts out all of the, the, the more like spacey sections, it's just a beautiful, groovy little song that actually has something quite profound to say at the same time. Um, it, as well as talking about the struggles of, of street life, um, it's also got a, like a profound sense of affirmation about it. There's a, there's, there's a sense of hope to the song. It's not just, oh, look at this, it's terrible. It, there's a sense of well, we're making a go of it, and I think that's a beautiful, um, a beautiful sentiment to have, and certainly something that is expressed quite a lot through through jazz, jazz, and the the soul bands of this this ilk and stuff. So it's not something that's alien to this whole genre of music, but this one I just this is special to me because of its connection with my childhood. So yeah, yeah, right, Mercedes Street Life, it, beautiful song. Yeah, it's really good song. I've actually got the one I've got going to play is. Um... It's between the long version and the radio edit, so it's about five minutes, I think. So we've still got the jazz awesome. in it. Perfect halfway in between. I, I, I love, I love the, the sound of it. So I know yeah. I have to play that version because otherwise you lose all the instruments. <laughs> it's not as good. Yeah, yeah you, so. that's the thing with jazz. That's the thing with jazz. It's the way each instrument sort of has its own chance to shine in the song. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we'll, we'll play The Crusade of Street Life and then we'll be back with some more questions. So yeah, enjoy The Crusaders and we'll be back with you. I still hang around Neither lost nor found Hear the long Music in the night Nights are always bright That's all that's left for me Street of 
And that was the great sound of the Crusaders there, with Streetlight, great tune that. So thanks for choosing that one for the, the, the first of your five songs. Now, I, I just wanted to uh, discuss a bit how, how we met and, and how I was still in touch with our stuff. Oh, uh, please do, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so I, I was... After I scholars, I was going to college. I originally wanted to be sports science. But it's too much practical work, so that didn't work out. But, but the universe works in strange and mysterious ways, and I found that the TV production course at college. And yeah, I met, I met Mark and also one of our listeners, Chris Jones. So I know I'll be tuned in tonight. and. Yeah, I met both of you on the first day and we've been in touch ever since, all three of us, which is, which is good. We definitely sparked, didn't we? We yeah. definitely sparked. And I've always said that, I don't think I would have, would have ever got, well, I would have got to uni and stuff, but I think a lot of what I learned at college through the teachers and it's like your, your and Chris's knowledge, uh, yeah. Helped me a bit. It gave me a good start. That's a good starting block. Oh man, it was a privilege. It was an absolute privilege. I I have to say that like, there's not many friendships that have endured for all this time. I'm like 36 this year, and I have like a handful of friends, but they're ones that I know like they're just there's a connection. It's beyond just, all right, mate, how's it going? <laughs> you know, that there's something there. It, it, the, the level of the soul, man, and you are most definitely one of the people that, almost from the first day, I knew it. Like, you were someone that was never just going to be someone I worked with. It was it was much, much more than that, you know? Um, like, I, you really, really inspired me in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, it's beautiful to know that we were um, we were so able to, to share what, what we have inside to, to help just propel you a little bit a little bit further you know but like i have to say that it works both ways like you also have been a real inspiration to me so yeah um this is this is one of the things that one of the connections one of those relationships that yeah. really endured well, like, like, even I, over five thousand yeah, miles of ocean that's you know? it. there's a lot of distance but that's <laughs> the size of the universe that's nothing is it really so <laughs> but, but it's everything to us you know <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I say it helped me to college and stuff, but I don't mean in like you actually did the work for me, but I mean, <laughs> it's just like not. certain bits of knowledge that have always stuck with me, so. We thought oh, everyone starts going, oh, he didn't do it all by himself and stuff, but. The thing, the thing that I really love about talking to you and sort of going through the work and whatnot is I was never putting something in I was just helping draw something out that was already there. You know what I mean? Like that was the the, the the absolute joy of the job was not to be someone who imposed anything on the person or people I'm working with. Because this is about human connection. You know what I mean? It's about like fulfilling. It's about empowering other people. Just just with how we treat them in a relationship. Essentially, of course, it was a professional relationship, but it's a relationship nonetheless, and it's still a channel. Or, I mean, look, if, if I've gone into work every single day, miserable, complaining about things, like just looking like I just didn't care, I was just there for the money, 
What kind of experience would, would you have been able to get from even within yourself when what you're being faced on the outside is just all of this negativity and this this sense of barriers being put oh, yeah, up rather like, than being broken? Like being like a fun sponge, as, as I call it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, the fun sponge does more than just drain fun. It drains motivation. It drains willingness. It it would, would have drained your um, your sense of joy in education because the place where you were going to learn would have been a place of oh, not this guy again. Oh no. So for me, that was the biggest thing. Is that it's always about connecting to to the people. Now, obviously, I don't do this job anymore and whatnot. But like, it's still it's taught me a lot about what it means to actually connect to people and this friendship. This is this is a, a rarity that there's ba barely nobody, um, there's barely anybody, sorry, um, that I've I, I've stayed in contact with, in terms of the, the huge group of people, people I used to know. The ones that have endured for me have been the ones that there was a connection there, and not just in a one-way sense of oh well I did a lot of good for this guy, as in yeah. the sense of like there was there was a reason beyond the work to connect. There was like the conversations weren't just professionally interested they were for me like they were profoundly interesting you know what i mean it was like i was talking as a human to a human not as a learning support assistant to my client you know what i mean like, that was that was never the case that was never the case but what it's been is the size of your heart and the size of your mind it's just been like wow like you've been one of the brightest souls i've ever encountered you know <laughs> yeah well, sorry to get all smushed or not, but i mean it does no, mean a lot no. to me no, it is good. It's like, um, and then after the LK full circle when you, you came to my graduation, that outside after we threw oh, hats yeah, in the edge cool. stuff. Like, I think there was on the third there was Chris, yeah. Chris Jones, you and uh, VV, and also Dave as well. And then my tube shot at the unit. Yeah, yeah. Unit. So yeah that's like, awesome. That's one of my favourite pictures. So I think that I'll upload that, that with this show moment. as well, so. Oh, like, that, yeah, that was a beautiful moment. I mean, yeah, it, my facial hair is a bit questionable in it, but I mean, just the moment <laughs> itself was just the fact all of us being there, even like you got a chance to meet, meet my new wife and oh man, it was, yeah, um, yeah, it, that was a special moment. Yeah, that's it. It's always good, good, uh, good memories to keep hold of. And yeah, so now, uh, now, could you tell what your second track was and why have you chosen this one? Okay, um, so this one is called The Garden by DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes, that's the guy from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air getting thrown out of the door. His hip-hop is exceptional. Um, I mean, I, I mentioned before, I really love hip-hop. I, I really, really love hip-hop. I love the fact that it's an honest genre of music that you can still dance to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, at its darkest, at its darkest, it's as intense as metal, but still head-banging in a groovy way, you know? Um, but I didn't want to push any boundaries here, so what I picked today was a hip-hop song that, if, if I think in sound, it follows street life really beautifully. Um, and in general, DJ Jazzy Jeff's albums are just incredible examples. He's like each track has a different MC on it and stuff. Um, I'd I picked a different one originally, but when I sort of listen to it through again, it's an awesome track and it's literally one of my favorite hip hop tracks ever. But this one in tone, in, in meaning, in sentiment, in sound, 
followed Streetlight a lot better than the original choice because it's groovy and it's soulful, but it, it's not just like bigging up hip hop as a lot of hip hop does. It actually delves into the emotional resonance that hip hop really has. It has its emotional significance to a whole group of people. This is the thing with hip hop, it's not just rap music. Hip hop is one of the most, the, one, of the, 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 one of those genres of music that if you get connected to it, it's an emotional connection. It's never just about, this is a fat beat. There's always, always a connection emotionally with what MCs are saying. That's why I prefer to listen to hip hop, at least that has something to say rather than just the mindless, you know, shaky booty stuff that just annoys me more than anything else. But I mean, it is what it is. If you treat it as dance music more than hip hop, it's okay. But for <laughs> me, hip hop, it it's an expression of a collective soul that has undergone stress like nothing else. But the music that has come from that and the history of the music that goes right back is just, it's phenomenal. And it's some of the most beautiful music you've got. I've used the word beautiful a lot, but it is something that sort of ties each of these songs together. Um, it'll be interesting when I get to explaining the metal one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Jazzy Jeff, his whole album is just awesome. It's just, it, it's one of the most, um, either The Magnificent or Return of the Magnificent. This is on Return of the Magnificent, but they're just two examples of hip hop you can put on to either just listen to, to dance to, or to, you know, have there as the prime focus of your entertainment in the moment. It's incredible. Yeah. And this is just one of the best tracks off the album for me, so. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh, I was listening to it earlier and, yeah, really good track. I actually featured Big Daddy Kane as well, which, mm. which I actually, uh, at the start of the show, because this is uh, the second part of the show, so in the first part, we had the time machine, and it was 1991. And it, uh, Big Daddy Kane, one of his tracks, uh, I think it was... Nice. Let, let the Love In or something like that, I think it was. But yes, yeah, so that's quite funny how he managed to do that. Like, he's tied in. Synchronicity, man. That's another thing in our friendship yeah. has always been there. I, I have actually done a, a Urban Jams show, um, which is started by my co-host, uh, James, and I've, I've carried it on because, yeah, it's a great idea and I wanted to carry it on. And yeah, it's that, it's yeah. about the start of hip-hop, the first one. So it, in the, it included Africa Bombata and uh, oh, good DJ Cool Herc. So yeah. So yeah, you have to give that a listen because yeah, I think you'll... You'll dig that. This is one of those. It's hip hop isn't just a genre of music. Hip hop is a movement, and it's a sentiment beyond that. You know, it's it's a feeling. It's something that connects people at a deeper level. So that's awesome that you're doing that, man. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So sorry, I've just got a cough for a second. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yeah. So we'll we'll get <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff on with the garden. Featuring Big Daddy Kane, and then we're, we're back to ask a few more questions. So yeah, enjoy these, okay. these, this track, please. in 
the mouth of madness, kick your face in it, put your gang face on, and start embracing it, I'm from the streets that first started all the hate and shit, and niggas still spell ghetto with the H in it, you see the innocent children from tenement buildings, get that menace of feeling, but when it's revealed in 16, it's just an enterprise you pretend to ride, it seems what's been applied is this new genocide, niggas ain't showing if they skills is there, niggas ain't trying to build careers, when them guns start to bust and you ain't real prepared, now your rhymes just a souvenir, from a kill career, understand I do a lot renovating myself, can't ain't never been known for limits breaking myself, club shit the thug shit, innovating myself, but you never catch the guard incriminating myself, for real, in the yard and that hip hop always stay true, and always remember just what a snake do, watch those around you cause they'll be fake too, and never let the game make you, most of all, in the yard and that hip hop stay in circle, there's a lot to see beneath where the dirt is, dig a little deeper to scratch the surface, and maybe then you'll understand your purpose. Now reflecting on the game, kid, I have to say, much love to the one jam master J. I lost to hit the world of hip-hop like John Lennon, chapter out of life that prevailed the wrong ending. Still from the notorious, hearts are shooken, the streets started looking like we're missing part of Brooklyn, a disappointing flavor that we taste before, but a spot's been secure for the late Shakur. Severe when we lost the lid, we tried to get by and turned around and lost left eye. We even see how fatal diseases be, snatching players like Easy E easily. Respect the freaky tie, big L and big pun, the big one, the left the terror squad forever scarred. Your lifestyle and your musical gift in the hearts of many, you will truly be missed for real. In the yard and let hip hop always stay true, and always remember just what a snake do. Watch those around you, cause then be fake too, and never let the game make. You. Most of all, in the garden, the hip hop stay in circle. There's a lot to see beneath where the dirt is. Dig a little deeper to scratch the surface, and maybe then you'll understand your purpose. I never claim to be the kid slinging rocks to the X. Never claim to be the kid that be popping the text. But if you look, it's like my name got stock in the Jets. They ain't my style though. I simply not wish to flex it. If you want, we can sit and talk dollars and checks and good investments. And what follows the next? You sitting there looking brolic and vexed, trying to screw face dudes. I'm trying to face screw the opposite sex. Take a glass of the Remy and start with the X. I never have a trauma shit. I'll take a shot of it next. <laughs> Life is beautiful, Jeff. For real, man. Trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, Jazzy Jeff. In the garden, that hip hop always stay true. And always remember just what a snake do. Watch those around you, cause then be fake too. And never let the game make you. Most of all, in the garden, that hip hop stay in circle. There's a lot to see beneath where the dirt is. Dig a little deeper to the scratch the surface. And maybe then you'll understand your purpose. And that was the great sounds of uh, Big Donny Kane and DJ Johnson Jeff. Uh, a great, yeah, great two songs to start, uh, stranded songs, so. Yeah, and I, I started to read to go on, and... Oh, please, can you tell us about what, what you do for your job in, in Mexico? 
Okay, well, technically, I don't do a job. I've not got... Um, uh, in fact, no, let's... Uh, let's just excise that bit altogether. I don't want to talk in legal things that are in the works. Um, okay, right, start again. Um, well, at the moment, I don't have an, an official... Uh, official role but one of the things I've been able to do recently is um, use some of my creative abilities to, to help uh, a few people back out in there's a, there's a few people in the United States um, I help with my writing for example um, I write articles for them um, in the UK I help a couple of guys with video editing and, and things like that um, so it's a, it's a real gift to be able to use like use what I'm I'm good at, not just not just professionally, but on a hobby level. I never thought I'd actually be able to use these in a way that would serve any purpose beyond myself. You know, I wanted to get into filmmaking. I wanted to do this, blah, 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 all ego and stuff. But like, it's interesting that the first time I've been able to use this properly, other than just as a teaching tool, um, is, is to help other people out. And certainly with the writing as well. I absolutely love writing, but I've not done it for years. But being given the opportunity to to help people out, like restructure transcripts from videos into into meaningful articles, has actually been a real challenge to like my own um, my own creative talents in that. Obviously, it would be nice to, to be able to use these things for more creative endeavors, but you know, time is short, <laughs> as is money. So the thing is, like these things will come later when there's there's more of a foundation built, and I can sort of officially announce myself as as a professional here. But um, at the moment, I'm I'm just really happy. I mean, look, I get to work from home in a beautiful environment with a lovely temperature. I mean, it'll, it'll be pouring down with rain in a couple of weeks, but that's fine. For <laughs> the moment, I've got my outside office. Yeah, I mean, it's not um, as much rain as we do here, so that's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, interestingly, I don't think I would go back into education. I really, really loved my job at the college. I really did. But I don't think I would go back into an environment that is too affected by not only the politics of, of government, but the politics of, of, of like society as well. Um, because I found that in quite a lot of cases, some of the, the, the things that certainly come with, with over-the-top bureaucracy is, is it can actually really inhibit the learning. So for me, I think I'm, I'm more happy to just use that side of me in conversation, you know, like for example, um, helping friends, children with learning English and, and helping people out where I can with that and stuff, not actually work for it, but like swap it around a little bit, maybe do the more creative stuff that I've only had as a hobby for a while as the professional thing. And the, that personal like connect and connection sort of thing, the empowerment that I, that I can help bring um, and whatnot, like that I used to do as a job, maybe that one is just more about the, the social connection, but I, I think certainly I, I want to stick more with something more creative. Certainly that taste in the um, in making films, um, maybe not that exactly, but there was something in that, that 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 sparked me, like the college did at the time. That's the thing that I think I need to to, to focus on and, and start looking at more. Well, you, you've got you got to have to, skills. You got to do different things to finally get to what you you call it is, haven't you? So. Yeah, you, you exactly. gotta build up experience. Like that's why I started the podcast because I couldn't go out and film stuff. Now I could still create, but in a different way. So yeah, exactly. I've, I've been channeling a lot of that into music. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm sorry for cutting you off there, man. No, yeah, you, know, you gotta keep. You just gotta keep creating, creating whatever it is. 
in your creative yeah, totally mind, agree. just got to totally do it, haven't you? Not just let it sit yeah. on the back burner. Yeah, I've, I've experienced parts of my life where I've just not done anything with with that creative part of me. And that's a big part of me. I'm more creative than I am, so let's say mechanical. So the, I've experienced times in my years where I've just time in my life where I've just not done anything. And it's like, it, it's such a soul sucking part of my life where it's just like, there's just, there's no expression going on. And it's like the height of depression and blah. So yeah, no, you, you're absolutely right. You've got to keep on pushing. You've got to keep on creating. I mean, I've been channeling my stuff at the moment into, into music. I'm planning on wrapping up my my 10 years of just making music instead of using my photography and writing and stuff and then just hanging that up on the hook and going into something else at some point. But yeah, it, it, without that, without something to express my creativity, there'd also be sort of a sense of it languishing in my mind. It's like, you know, that you, know, you ignore something, it'll just shrivel up. Yeah, you know, the, you know, without that care yeah. and attention. Yeah. So you don't let go of that stuff. Like you've got to stay creative, even if it's just doodling creatively. You've got to keep on creating. <laughs> yeah, that's how you yeah, form got... an outlet to the world. Yeah, you got. You just got to let it out. So that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like we 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 both do, do that anyway in different ways. No matter what it is, there's yeah. always something creative that we're doing. So it's always good. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, you got a lot to express. It helped me through a lot, uh, so yeah. And I know yeah, uh, another yeah, person yeah. me doing the podcast helped is is Chris Jones that we spoke about earlier. And I know he's he'll be listening now. And he, like another person like you helped me through college. And yeah, he's he, he said to me himself that I do the podcast. He actually helped him through uh, COVID because he's had a lot of health issues and uh, yeah. No, without positivity, he yeah, he's a good guy. It, so, and that makes yeah, it all Chris worth it. Yeah, always been a light for the people around him. It makes it all worth yeah, absolutely. it. absolutely. Um, well, shout out to Chris. Um, get in touch, man. Uh, I, I miss you. I miss that positivity. I miss that that light you were, you were bringing. So yeah. Yeah, respect to, to to that guy right there. Yeah, and now, now it's time for your third track. And why have you chosen this one? Okay, right now I and I love I this love track, by the way. I love the scope. Oh, it's yeah. Look, this is I I love electronic music. I love the scope of possibilities that it brings to music and music production. That's why I've like I've gone deep into producing electronic music myself but it's there's something about it like whether it's the mind melting stuff like Amon Tobin, Square Pusher, Shackleton those guys like the, the, the heavy ones um, where it's when I don't mean heavy in terms of sound it's just how deep the music is how how high fidelity yeah, is the sounds and the combination the more, environment more, more, is insane. you can't beat the bass even on the others Oh man, but this is it. This is exactly it. Like on the other end of the scale, I still love dance music. You know, I love all of the weird stuff, but I, I love dance music as well. Uh, all of it, all of it, but especially, absolutely, and most especially drum and bass. It was the first type of music that I danced to or found myself dancing to, unironically. You know, um, previously it just been like rock and metal clubs and just like head bop into the Macarena when they had the random pop section halfway through and stuff like that. Um, 
But no, drum and bass, man. It's just, there's something about it. It's like one of the most interesting genres of dance music because it, there's so many, like, even within that that one subgenre, there's so much possibility what could be done. It could sound like jazz at one end of the scale. It could sound like hardcore techno at another end of the scale. It could be blended with hip hop incredibly. Yeah, and then, it could just then, be straight up dance music. Yeah, and then this one is like reggae. And then there's this one, like, where, yeah, it, it, like this is like back to the um, roots of drum and bass. This is like drum and bass, jungle, club, rap. Well, this is that's it. Oh, um, this is more love, jungle. This is this is at that time of the '90s where jungle started to shift into drum and bass, like with Ronnie Size and guys like that. Goldie is a really great. Oh, I love Ronnie Size. That's there a, there a, Yeah. There was a there was a point where drum and bass started shifting into like a more techno sound, and you got like some noisier and rezo and, and spore and a lot of these really like super heavy music but extremely high fidelity extremely high production values but there's something just pure about the jungle you know what i mean and for me this is like a a lovely like in between of jungle and drum and bass and what what it makes me feel this is fun that's the most important thing of all of the, the the tracks I could have picked. I mean, even something that's more mainstream, like Slam by Pendulum, for example, where it starts off with like a superb oh, yeah, yeah. hip hop beat, right? No, I think going along the thread of, of street life and then the garden, I wanted something that affirmed why I listen to drum and bass. And that's the pure fun of dancing to it. The syncopated rhythms just elevates it way above. For me, I'm not saying in objectively, but for me, I love techno, I love house, I love dubstep, all of that. But drum and bass is elevated for me. And just even just as simple as being down to the syncopation in the rhythm makes it interesting for me. Yeah. So it, this, uh, for me, yeah, is just fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to it, it makes you feel happy. No, there's exactly. not. I, it, it I was, think this was a great time. Yeah, music. I can't see anyone who can't uh, dance to this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, even if you don't like uh, drum and bass, I'm sure you can get this one because even if you've seen Ali G in the house, then you'll know the song. No, I, I totally forgot about this song. Until you, well, I you forgot about it. that, yeah, as well. I forgot this song. Oh, I never forgot about the song, I but I did forget it. about Ali G. Yeah. No, it's not. I love blasting this through the streets of Durango. Drum and bass. Sorry, hold, hold on one second. Yeah. <laughs> Drum and bass is very sorely absent in Mexico, or certainly this part of Mexico. So it's an absolute pleasure to be driving around the city with the w- windows rolled down, blasting this tune with the bass turned up as high as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So we'll, we'll play MB with incredible feature General Levy. And uh, turn the speakers up to 11, and uh, I know you need this. And then we're back with you. Yeah, get your glue sticks at the ready. Wicked, wicked, jungle is massive. Wicked, wicked, jungle is massive. Wicked, wicked, jungle is massive. Wicked, original, well, big up. All the original jungle is massive. The original dancer jungle is there. General Levy alongside the MB. The world is in trouble. Oh, we'll tell a murderer. It goes. I am the incredible, incredible, incredible general. Sensation now with the coming. 
Oh yeah, what an absolute banger that was. I love that tune, that. Thanks for that one. And yeah, 
So, can you tell us about your taste in music and how it has evolved into what you like today? <laughs> okay. Or do you um, like the same I will things? keep this as short as possible. This could go very wrong, so I will keep this as short as possible. Right. It's easier to say, tell you what I don't like. It's easier to tell you what I don't like than to tell you what I do like. I mean, my, my physical music collection, there's, there's literally more than 2,000 CDs. I don't know exactly how many at this point, but it's definitely more than 2,000. I've got hundreds of vinyls, you know. Uh, I mean, it all feeds into the things like my film collection. Again, I've got hundreds, maybe even thousands of them. I've got um, yeah. hundreds of books and like all like classic literature, philosophy, like science interests, like really like the all of this feeds into to each other. Um, so yeah, I I think the re the reason why I'm into such a scope of music, interestingly, is actually because I listen to extreme metal. Now that sounds very strange, I think, but um, like my parents didn't listen to anything that I continued listening to. There's a couple of nice things that I've still got, like Enya and Clannad and, and those guys. Like, a bit of that is nice. Carly Simon, don't mind a bit of that on a Sunday afternoon. But like the music that defined me, I couldn't find it in their music collection. They didn't like rock, they didn't like jazz, they didn't like funk, soul, anything like very, very boring music. Perfectly fine, but just boring. So when I found metal, oh, there was something about the sound of it. It wasn't just like how contrarian it was to this like lovely Church of England Christian upbringing. It was just, it was literally the sound of it grabbed me. There was something about yeah. the tone of guitars just got me. And then the fact that like, they're pushing the limits of music musical ability. Like the drummer's drumming at 300 beats per minute plus when they're blast beating. And oh man, there's something just profound. Like you can't get that. Well, maybe you can now. That's the interesting thing. A lot of popular music has shifted to the to allowing the intensity of metal. But back in the yeah. day, certainly when I was in my teenage years, the only place I could get the level of intensity that actually sparked a feeling in me when I listened to the music, um, for various reasons, I'm not going into them, um, was uh, was metal. I mean, it's, but most especially, I'm talking things like black metal, death metal, grindcore, like napalm death. I, one of the things that fascinated me, not so much anymore, one of the things that fascinated me at the time is the Norwegian black metal scene and like all of the murder and mayhem that was caused throughout there. That fascinated me, the, the hyper intensity of grindcore. You know, you got one of Napalm Death's old songs, it's two seconds long. I mean, their later music is, I mean, from that point on, their music actually did become a lot more musical, but still phenomenally heavy. But there's something in me that only gets sparked by that. Now, contrary to popular belief, I mean, I don't think so much now, but certainly back in back a few years ago people had this perception of metal just being brainless and stupid and quite the opposite some of the the classic literature that i got into like wuthering heights and um the, any of the bronte sisters to be fair thomas hardy charles dickens a lot of it came because of a lot of the references that were being made in some let's say some of the better the the higher quality metal songs because what they would what it allowed what the idea of not having to be played on the radio to be listener friendly is that they could push not only the boundaries of the sound but the boundaries of what they talked about and i don't just mean in offensiveness i'm not talking cannibal corpse or some of the worst of the the gore grind <laughs> i'm talking about like for example I, I keep on coming back to napalm death like they sound horrible but their music is profoundly intelligent and it's a very very intelligent perspective as a depiction of the evil that man commits against man i mean that's the whole point of their name they're not just about like pointless gore and whatnot. Not that there's not 
some fun to be having Cannibal Corpse or anything like that. But again, the music that has something to say, like going back to hip hop, it's at its best, it's music sparks and connects. Even with the people around, you're not just within you. So for me, metal, yeah, so the thing is with metal, there's always been that sense of pushing boundaries intellectually as well. And the thing is, when you've listened to music as on the one, yeah, sorry, hold on. let me start again. When you've listened to music as far on the extreme of one end of the spectrum as you're going to get, it's very, very easy then to go to the far end of the extreme on another end of the spectrum, like jazz going right the way up to free jazz and some of the more noisy interpretations of that particular genre of the music in later years. John Zorn, for example, who literally combined grindcore and jazz. That was incredible, you know? So the thing is, like, again, dance music, you can go to the furthest reaches, but in that, you cover all of the nice listenable stuff as well. You know, you start seeing the whole spectrum of emotional expression that comes from these things. There's things. I really want to make a metal album. I, I, I've written one in synthesizers, but I, I need a guitarist really for it because there's things that you can express in metal that you can't express elsewhere. There's things that you can express in hip hop that you can't express elsewhere. There are things that you can express through instrumental music alone that you can't express elsewhere. So for me, finding that that breadth of of music was actually partly in thanks to to being able to listen to music as extreme as grindcore. I mean, I'm not going to say some of the names of the bands I listen to because, like, even the names themselves are offensive. But these days, what the way I've filtered that is: is this just sensationalism, or is this endorsing the evil that it's telling me about, or is it simply depicting it and expressing something that couldn't be expressed through lighter sound yeah. music? Oh, I mean, is it the just music of Shira, for example, is just yeah. yeah, exactly. Like the the thing is, this that the anger at the the pollution and the, the destruction and the death to life that is created that Gojira expresses a French metal band Gojira. Like, I think the intensity of their music is what gives the gravity to their message. You know what I mean? So for me, that's why it's about having the scope. I want to feel as far as it can be felt as far as those musical musicians will be willing to create, even if it means listening to music that will be unlistenable, unlistenable to others. A uh, famous video artist, um, Namjoon Pike, said once, it's music because it's not not music. And that's a really good way of looking at it. There was a genre of music in the 50s and 60s called music concrete, which is basically just music, in inverted commas, constructed from the sounds of everyday life, maybe even sometimes construction sounds and things like that. And it was it was more about the tone, like ambient music, a lot of a lot of experimental noise music. And um, friends of mine were in were a part of the experimental noise scene at Liverpool a few years ago. And as mad as that sounds, and as, as bizarre as it may sound to go to a live gig just to listen to noise, there is something profoundly interesting when you start breaking down the sounds, how it's recorded. Obviously, this is this is limited interest. This is esoteric listening to music, you know. But in that, like when you're sold into that idea as someone who generally listens to extreme music in any sense, whether it's happy extreme or angry extreme or whatever, um, like I, there's something about that, just like pushing again, those intellectual boundaries. So for me, music is a lot more than just what fills the silence in my house. Music for me is is something that yes, can just be listenable, can just be entertainment, but is, I mean, as someone who makes music itself, it's an expression of me, even if no one listens to it. It serves its purpose because it is an expression of me. It's not an expression of Mark. It's an expression of that identity that is beneath that. 
you know what I mean? The, 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 the root of the heart and soul from where this, the rest of this identity comes from. It's a part of the identity, not from the identity, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it's a big thing. And, and yeah. for that, you need an eclectic taste of music. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've um, recently, I, I, love, I love punk music at the moment, so. Like, I started out with like emo music and I've come round back to full circle and getting back round to it, so. Oh, but yeah, look, there's always going to be times is... where there's one thing that gets you, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. No, different music's good for different. Uh, Different moods, isn't it? So yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and now we're we're gonna play the next the, the last two tracks together. So what are the next okay. two? Or why have you chosen these? Okay. Um, so the first one is "Grace" by Devin Townsend. Now, again, I talked about metal just before and sort of what it means to me and sort of like what, what the scope of the sound of that genre of music allowed, opened up for me. I mean, open taste in music, open taste in mind, you know? Open, open mindedness and all that yeah. sort of thing. Phenomenally important. Now, I could have picked ugh, so many different songs, but they just would have sent people flying to the off button. Um, but this one, I, I needed to put something heavy in there. I needed to put something metal in there to be an expression of this. I, I couldn't live without this track, at least. But there's something, I wouldn't say below the heaviness, there's something above the heaviness. The heaviness is not the point. The heaviness is like the starting point from where the rest of the song sounds. The song's called Grace, and it is very much about that concept, that gift that we get, that chance to elevate ourselves, that chance to take responsibility to our life, but sometimes those things that we, we experience in our lives that we say, why did I deserve that? How did I how did I do anything that, that led to such a wonderful reward? Well, it all comes under this whole concept of grace. So what better than to continue the thread of something that's affirming, like the, the, the life firm affirmation of street life, the, um, the, the, the affirmation of the emotional connection through music of, of the garden, the affirmation of the fun and the joy that you can feel through, through incredible. This one uses a foundation of metal or at least heavy rock music to actually e express the concept of grace. And it's quite an interesting combination of, of really epic, like choir sounds, but with crushingly heavy guitar underneath it. So. I hope it's not too heavy for, for some people, but I think that as far as pop metal that's still heavy but has this this positive thing to express, I don't think this this you can go far wrong with this song. Yeah, I, I think, think it, it's quite user-friendly, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, I think it's as, as pleasant as good metal is going to get to listen to. So anyway, but from that, then I end on, not a downbeat note, but it's certainly a shift in gear. Um, Solid Air by John Martin. Now, John Martin was one of the most important figures in folk music from like the late 60s through to the 80s. Um, but his music went far beyond folk. Um, he started to combine it with jazz. There was certain elements of experimental um, rock techniques and stuff that he brought into his album. He, what, Phil, Phil Collins actually was, was drumming on one of his albums, Grace and Danger, which is a beautiful collection of songs. Um, but this one in particular always sparked with me. Now, I, I only found John Martin because I just, there was a time in my life shortly before university, no, shortly after university, 
um, where I don't know why I just went on a folk spree. I just like I got into folk music really heavily, so I just went to the folk section of HMV and spent like 150 pounds on just all of these different folk CDs. But I went for the ones that looked. I, I mean, and, I, and they say don't judge a book by its cover, but I've got pretty good at doing that with music. So I I, I just bought this collection of folk music. And there was some really good stuff in there. There's some wonderful stuff. Like one of the guys um, that really hit it with me was um, was Nick Drake. And there's a reason why I brought this guy. Because obviously you've got Fairport Convention, Pentangle, all those guys. But like there was two names that really stood out for me because there was something about their music that was special. Even if it was just folk music, there was something special about it. And that was Nick Drake. Um, I listened to his first album and it was just, it, it, it smacked me in the face. It was incredible. And the thing is, it's one of those, one of, he was one of those artists where if, if, you listen to the album and say, oh, that sounds like X, Y, Z, that guy, that guy, that guy, that, that one. Went. That's because they sound like Nick Drake, not the other way around. Um, unfortunately, the guy committed suicide um, in the in the mid to late 70s, I think. But his music is just incredible. He sort of very subtly, but very powerfully redefined the way acoustic folk music was, was written and played. This song, Solid Air, is actually like let's say a message from John Martin to Nick Drake as like that means of of affirming the friendship between them while Nick Drake was suffering with a profound depression that unfortunately we know like from from history that didn't end well but this mean this this particular song even before I knew that story behind it there was so, again something in the sound that just hit me hit me in a way that very few other songs did even from the very beginning, just on a sound basis, where the, the, the bass comes in, it's just that ding, that sound, oh. Like, and then where it goes, it's relaxing, it's meditative, but it's also, it's not just an easy listening song. It's actually about something profoundly emotional, um, which not only allows it to be music that you can put on to, to seriously relax. Um, I mean, I could fall asleep to this music, but it also gives you something to think about as well and something to feel about which is even better and i thought just after the the heaviness of grace even though it's a positive life-affirming song it is still a metal song at the end of the day um so i wanted to close the list off with something that brought it back down and gave something for, for people to take away with them that that sense of calmness and that sense of meditativeness that the the, the sound of this music just Oh, yeah. we, it certainly does in me I, we, whether um, it does in other people I don't know we started on that sort of note I read it on that sort of note so we, yeah. Yeah, I like we've that gone off and down it's like a, a journey this one so that's yeah. very good yeah, yeah. I'll, I get that this is a song that means a lot to me you know? yeah we'll, we'll play these two and then we've got you can uh, choose your book and what's your answer and then we're at the end but yeah okay uh, in the meantime here is David Townsend on John Martin.
Two uh, really nice songs that uh, finish off your choices. So you've, you've, well, it's time to send you away to John Dew on a desert island. So you've chosen your five songs um, that you would take. Now you can have a book or a film of your choosing. What would you take? Okay, first, straight off, it'd be a book. Um, I mean, if I took a film, there's you so many other questions that arise, like how would I watch it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the but oh, there were so many choices. There were, there were a couple of what might seem like obvious ones that I I thought about and was like, I don't want the conversation to go in that direction. Um, so I was like, okay, so what else? Let's say a book that's been adapted into a film. Okay. Um, now there was two books or two series of books that just instantly came to mind. Um, and there's a re- there is a very good reason why I picked one rather than the other, but th- it was a difficult choice, and that was either Dune, at least up until the fourth book, um, and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Now, Dune, again, oh, Dune, wow. I read the entire series. I've always loved the film. It's, it's a bit of a mess, but I've always loved that film. And then yeah. see the Evil Nerves version of it um, last year in the cinema. Man, wow. Yeah, yeah it, was good. Um, it was a very cold adaptation of it, but again, it could be seen as a truer rendition of the book. So that really inspired me to get back into it because I've had the books on my shelf for a long, long time. Now, obviously, my books are all in England, which is a bit of a disappointment, but I got hold of um, like a compendium of the lot of them on, on Kindle and oh, I read through them. And like at least, again, for the first four books where it was Frank Herbert writing them rather than, the, rather than his son, because his son's two books that finish off that story cycle, they, they continue the story all right, but they don't quite reach the level of profundity that the that Frank Herbert's books do, because that's the interesting thing about Dune. It's like in terms of the way you can read it, it could almost be seen as like a holy book disguised as a science fiction novel. The things it covers are just so deep and so relevant to, to human existence as a whole. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, that's great. Yeah, fantastic. That's a really meaningful book. I can infer lots of meaning from that. Fantastic, great. But if I'm stranded on a desert island, man, I'm gonna need a few more smiles, you know? I, I need a bit, I need a bit. I need I need my death, of course. I need my, my profoundness, of course. But I also need a bit of a laugh, right? Yeah. So it, it had to Definitely. be the Hitchhiker's Guide. But I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna cheat a little bit because you can buy now one volume that contains all five of Douglas Adams' novels. Doesn't contain the, the sort of six one that was attached to it, which is all right. But like it has, it's just like the, the Douglas Adams five Hitchhiker's Guide novels in one volume. That is, that's my cheat. But that's what I take. Yeah, definitely. The Hitchhiker's but, Guide from yeah. from the first one to Mostly Harmless. Yeah, you know? I'm, so, I'm sorry to let you take that. And 
And then uh, the last bit, uh, you can also have a luxury item. So uh, what will that be? All right. Okay, I, again, I cheated a little bit at first. Please forgive me for this. I, I, this is not my item, but I at least want to share what my cheat item was. Um, I, I went for um, a Kindle with a solar charger glued to the back of it so I could take all my books. But I was like, ah, oh, that's not really in the spirit of the thing. That's a bit rude. That, uh, that's a bit of a cheat. Um, so the, the luxury item I would actually take is a magnifying glass. Mm. Got to make fire. Because... I, Exactly. Like of all of the luxury items, I was I went through in my mind. I was like, okay, well, what purpose does that serve? This is just the way I think, right? I was like, what purpose does this serve? And I, I went to mirror, and I was like, oh, yeah, but I don't want to sort of keep on like just looking at myself getting more <laughs> no. and more bedraggled yeah, and whatnot. I could use it as a plate and a signal. And I got a magnifying glass, and I was like, perfect, right? Firstly, fire star, brilliant. Secondly, it's a reflective surface. If it's a big enough magnifying glass, a reflective surface to signal uh, any passing ships. Oh, also, it's going to be quite boring, and looking stuff really close is a great way to. Well, for me, it's certainly a great time killer. I uh, the, the point where I found my magnifying glass um, a few months ago, I just went round the garden just looking at everything up close. That killed a good few hours for me uh, i don't know what that says about me but that's what i did so for me like i could spend my entire time just looking at different things up close that, that'd be cool and then finally if i'm still there from when my eyes start to go i can still read my books so i thought yeah it is a luxury item it's not essential but it's probably one of those useful luxury items yeah possibly. yeah i'll probably keep you going so yeah oh, yeah that's it i'll leave you on this i'll leave you on the island now that with your songs and your book and your luxury item. Uh, hopefully you'll, you'll see a ship soon. No, but uh, thanks to well, John. Well, I've got the magnifying glass. There's plenty of things to yeah. look at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but thanks to joining us today all the way from Mexico. Uh, I'm Thank sure you, the boys, listeners will love your music uh, choices. I so, certainly hope so. Yeah, so don't, uh, to the listeners, don't go there just yet. We've got a third part of the show just around the corner after the jingle. So yeah, thanks again, and I'll see. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. I'll see the listeners. Adios, amigos. Mods are dead. Stranded songs. Mouth shut down, shut down. Dogs are dead. We're in your Welcome back to the third part of today's show, the DJ Chapter Show 8. No, oh, wow, some really good tracks in standard songs there. Not least Valdez chose some uh, really good tunes there. And I really enjoyed that. Some really interesting insights and in getting about his interests. 
and what, what, he, what he likes to do in his deed time and what he's planning on doing as a job. And yeah, yeah, some really good tunes and I really like speaking to Mike, so knowledgeable. And it's uh, at long last we got him on. So yeah, that was really good. And now we're in the vinyl swap shop. And this week, we're gonna be, I'm gonna be choosing, well, it's gonna be a bit of a condensed version. Because that, that was the longest standard song they've ever done. Yeah. But it didn't drag though, it, it went really quick and got loads of good information out. And yeah. But yeah, the standard song's usually half an hour, but that was an hour. So we're, we're not going to be doing eight vinyl swap shot songs, we're going to be doing three. Now I'm going to play two. And then I'll be back to tell you what's coming up and say goodbye. You thought players out with the third Vinyl Swap Shop song. So yeah. Now this week is going to be a condensed version of the Vinyl Swap Shop, like I said. And it's going to be a movie and TV soundtracks theme. So these are like soundtracks that are on vinyl that are really close to my heart. Now, we're going to start with the TV soundtrack. We're going to go with The White Stripes with St. James Infirmary Blues, which is off the Peaky Blinders official TV soundtrack. And this is a cover of an old song that The White Stripes did. And it's really good, because I, I could have played Red Right Hand by Nick Cave. Not, I've already, I've already played that. So I'll play a different one that featured on the show. And then this is a really good one as well. I really like this tune. And then the second one is Cantina Band by the John Williams Band. And this was off the Star Wars A New Hope soundtrack. It's like uh, a jazz sort of band playing in an alien. An alien jazz band on Star Wars playing in a bar. It's got a really good sound there. I like the steel drums in it and the bass. It does sound really cool. I've always loved this track. It makes me want to go and re-watch all the Star Wars films now. Yeah, I love this Star Wars A New Hope as well. It's one of my favourites. Yeah, I'll play these two for you and then I'll be back to tell you what we've got coming up. Say goodbye and play the last song for you. No, don't go anywhere just yet. We've got these two songs first. So, enjoy The White Stripes and The Cantina Band.
and put them back together Tell your mama that you're somebody new
Ah, yeah. What a great tune there by the John Williams Band. I love that one. I mean, that, that Say the White Stripes was a, a cover. St. James Infirmary Blues is in fact it. Believed to be an 18th century <clears throat> folk song. And it is derived, derived from a song called something else. It's called, I do where is it, Gambler's Blues. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. It's a. Um, actually, sorry, it's based on an 18th century traditional folk song called The Unfortunate Rake, also known as The Unfortunate Lad. Oh, the young man cut down his age by. So yeah, that's quite good actually, and a, a really good track. I think it's been covered by a lot. Cab Calloway did it, and Louis Armstrong also. So there you go. Bit of uh, useless information for you there. No, yeah, I really like finding out where songs come from. Can uh, not come over on the covers, not covers podcast. Who knows? No, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the end of the show now. I'm afraid, but. It's not too sad because, as always, we've got loads of shows to come. We've got the next chapter of the Edward show next week. We've got another DJ chapter show died, of course, this time next month. And then we've got a real good chat coming back. Like I said, our covers, not covers, show will be returning. Talk show. I'll have another show with my good friend Jamie Whiffin. He was on the Terrific 12 last week. I'm hoping to be doing some more joint shows with him. AKA DJ Jeremy Dodger. Thought it's quite a good name, that. Yeah. Well, that's all that's what I got coming up so far. I'm also going to be doing some bar- barbecue theme. But, well, it's like playlist to play at the barbecue. Now that it's coming to summer, the sun's coming out with all the barbies are coming out. And I just thought you might need a playlist to accompany it. And then I've got the DJ Choppers on shuffle, which will be back. So yeah, I've got an action packed summer. And then I'm going to Cornwall in July. So I'll be doing a, a playlist one week and then the week after. I might even do a show from the beach. So you can hear the seagulls and the sea in the background. That'd be quite peaceful. So yeah, let's see about that. See how easy the equipment is to transport first. So, all that's left to do now is say, I'm DJ Choppers, I'm now signing off. This has been a dance of the production on SoundCloud, Deezer, RSS and Apple Podcasts. On your smart speaker, on your smartphone, wherever you choose to listen. Anytime, anywhere. So, yeah. So, the last song to play us out is a song off the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 soundtrack, which is a film that has only just come out. And again, it's got a, a banging soundtrack. Volume 1 and 2, you can't go wrong with the soundtrack. And then again, with Volume 3, you can't go wrong with the soundtrack. And I've gone with a really uplifting song, which was off an uplifting moment in the film. 
and it was uh, really nice. I thought it's good to end on an uplifting note with positive vibes only. Now, I'm going to be playing Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. And, uh, yeah, re- beautiful song. Kind of uh, a poetic way to end the show. Now, I hope you enjoy this track. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it today. Stay safe, take care, and enjoy. Fight for the machines with dark days are over. See you later, guys.
caca! Bounce FM, we can hang all your problems on a peg at the door. Bounce FM, we're into your head. Bounce FM, we're into your head.